Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Well, it's another episode of Food Bites with Sarah Patterson, grand final week in Melbourne. My name's Kevin Hillier. Your name's Sarah Patterson. Oh, Kevin, if only grand final week was in Melbourne. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, very good point. But it is in so Perth. Well, look, it, it is in spirit, but uh, I guess the, the, the biggest proportion of the grand final spirit happens to be uh, over in the West at the minute, and good Isn't on them. Isn't that timely that wow. we've got our guest that we've got on then because – and I'm sure he's been called it for many years because of his uh, very uh, very presence in the media uh, and in, in the mm-hmm. city of Perth over the years, but he actually really is the Lord Mayor of Perth. Yeah. He really is. Basil Zemplis. Yes. Uh, multimedia megastar that he is, Triple M, Channel 7, uh, the Lord Mayor, you name it. He's the busiest man in Australia, but we, we have managed to snare him. For our little podcast, you'll find out a whole lot about Basil you didn't know before. Yeah, uh, and uh, and yeah, it'll it's it's very good. Trust me. <laughs> You're and, a doctor. And our food poll this week is a controversial one. Well, they're always controversial, aren't they? When fruit meets savoury exactly. on a burger, exactly. So that's coming. It uh, has a tropical flavour. Let that be your clue. There you go. Gee whiz, everyone's going. Oh, I wonder what that might be. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's not cheese, I can tell you that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, cheese and pineapple goes well together. You can go on the Cheese Links website. There is some great new equipment available to get yourself started on making cheese. There you go. It's as simple as cheeselinks.com.au. That's the website, all the social media platforms. And, of course, the old, very old uh, thing that, you know, you used to uh, dial up and... Oh, that telephone. You used to have the little contraption thing and then you had the... Yeah. And you had a... Yeah. Now you just go five two eight two one nine eight four Surrey. Call that number. Yep. And Janet's on the other end. Or cheeselinks.com.au. Check out the website and all the equipment that's available and uh, also a yogurt maker if you're keen. All right, put your mayoral robes on because here we go. It's the Lord Mayor of Perth, Grand Final Week in Perth. Here he is. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. A, a busy week. Do you get to spend any time in the kitchen at all doing anything? <laughs> I'm not a kitchen man, to be honest. Um, I pass through the kitchen occasionally, but no, uh, it's not so much in the kitchen. It's more on the edges. (laughs) (laughs) On the edges, maybe at the bar, perhaps. (laughs) There's a little bit of that. Look, it's a special time to be in Perth and uh, so much great stuff going on. Obviously, the grand final, the Brownlow medal uh, to start grand final week and now the traditional sort of grand final build-up. The great thing is, I think, um, Perth is a footy town. And we know footy, um, and we've embraced footy, obviously, for many, many years. And many West Australians have been over to the grand final week celebrations, been over to the parade, all of those things. So we know how to do it. We're doing it respectfully because we appreciate this opportunity comes along because uh, other parts of the country are not going as well as we are here in Perth. And so it's with that that we, we, we seize the opportunity to do it as well as we possibly can, which is wonderful. We're speaking to you at the uh, the start of Grand Final Week. You've just fresh from the, the Brownlow. You've got to be possibly the busiest man in Australia. How do you stay upright? And it's only Monday. Yeah, look, it is busy. But, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, what a time to be Lord Mayor of a city <laughs> uh, when, when that city has the AFL Grand Final for the first time 
uh, only the second time it's travelled outside of Melbourne and possibly only the last time that it will. And then to obviously be involved with Seven and in AFL the way I am, I mean, it's a dream come true, really, isn't it? So uh, it's pretty easy to stay motivated and to stay fresh because these are these are special opportunities. So how do you how do you fuel the body, Basil? Because uh, you know you can't you you obviously haven't got time to sit down and have seventy five three course meals every five minutes. How do you? No, so that's a good point. And and health and nutrition is important. I I, I do breakfast radio in Perth, and I, I make sure that I've got a bowl of cereal uh, there, so that I I know I know it's important not to sort of avoid or miss meals or skip out on meals, and I make sure I don't do that. And and, and from breakfast radio, I'm off to uh, council house every morning. Uh, I've got a, a bowl of nuts to get me through the day. Uh, I get a little uh, wrap or something of that nature in the middle of the day. And then um, I'm always, at the end of the day, after I do news commitments for seven, I, I get to go home and, and whatever the kids have had, uh, my lovely wife Amy's prepared for them, uh, I get to enjoy as well. So I do I do make sure that I, that I eat well because I know how important that is when you're as busy as I am. and. Uh, Sometimes it's the first thing to let go, but I but I make sure that um, I do take care of things in that department. Basil, um, you sound like you're pretty disciplined given your um, your commitments. But um, with all of us having worked in breakfast radio, we know there can be pitfalls, and it's very easy to fall into bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you keep that discipline? You know, it's interesting. So over. It's interesting you ask that. Um, I have been a good drinker over the years. And when I say good drinker, I, I mean I really enjoyed a red um, with with friends over a meal and, and obviously occasionally, like many people, sort of unwinding with a glass of wine or something like that at home. And then two years ago, Amy and I were in Sydney with the kids. Um, I was uh, doing uh, some sunrise over summer and that was pretty typical for me at that time of the year and on New Year's Eve in Sydney I said to Amy I said should we go January without alcohol that was two New Year's Eves ago uh, so sort of coming up for 20, 21, 22 months something like that and um, and uh, we had done that a lot before and um, we, we sort of nodded a wink and we said yep let's go January uh, without uh, having a drink. And I got to the end of that January, so that's two Januaries ago now, and I felt like I was going easy. And I said to him, I said, look, I, I'm just going to keep going. And basically, I'm still going alcohol-free. And I must say, when you're uh, living this sort of lifestyle, uh, being alcohol-free is an enormous benefit, mainly because you often go without a lot of sleep. And I was always very good at backing up, even if I had a few drinks the night before. But I must say, there's a clarity about your mind and about your body, I think. Um, even even if you're on low sleep, if that, if that low sleep has not been touched by alcohol, I think it makes a real difference. So, Look, I'm, I'm not a non-drinker now by any means, but I am on a break that started 20 months ago or 21 months ago, and I feel fantastic for it. And I, I, I may well keep going. I don't miss it anymore. I always say to people, once you get to that first function in, in January uh, and you get offered a glass of wine or you get offered something or you go to a meal and you say no to that first glass of wine, from then on in, it's pretty easy. And um, it's a really, I, I think it's a really powerful thing to do. 
I also feel like it, it sets a good example for your kids, mm. um, but also it sets a good example for yourself. And we all know um, how easy it is to say, yeah, I'll have a beer or, yeah, I'll have a glass of wine with you. Um, and that discipline of saying no, particularly early days when people, come on, mate, go on, oh, you'll be, don't, you know, don't <laughs> let the team down, all of that. Yeah. Once you get through that, that can that, that can be very powerful. So uh, um, I, I do recommend it, not in a preachy way, yeah. but I reckon it's a good thing to try. Yeah, you and Kevin can certainly relate. Yeah, absolutely. I've been about five or six years now since I had a drink and yeah. I've, I've not missed it at all. Hey, I want to ask no. you, so you're a coffee man then. What gets your juices <laughs> going in the morning? Yeah, no, I do. I, and probably the one thing now that um, is over the top and if I – if I was really going to have a crack at one more thing, it would probably be to give the coffee away. I'll get a, a large drive-through coffee on the way to radio <laughs> and then we'll have a, a regular-sized coffee during the show and then I'll, I'll have probably another two during the day, one mid-morning and one mid-afternoon. It probably feels like that's one and a half, maybe too many, yeah. but I enjoy it and I, I also think, and I speak to people about this. Um, I think you have to have things in life where you do let yourself go a little bit. I, I think if you – so I eat pretty well and I don't drink at the moment. Um, and and I, I, I don't go out a lot. Um, so And I enjoy a coffee. So I think on, on balance, you've got to keep yourself rewarded as well. And so, yes. Could I be better off with a coffee and a half less a day? Probably, but in the long run, uh, would it make that much of a difference? I'm not so sure. So it's probably my one thing where I go, oh, well, you're doing well in other areas. You can let yourself go a little bit there. It sounds like everything in uh, moderation for you, uh, Basil. So with that in mind, uh, do you have a sweet tooth? Do you allow yourself to, uh, to have I, um, fall off the wagon with that? I absolutely love, <laughs> absolutely love uh, sweet things. Um, there's a jar of uh, jelly beans in our office at radio and I have to uh, have to work hard to avoid that but I'm an uh, look I'm an ice cream man I absolutely love ice cream have done have done since I was a little fella absolutely love magnum ice cream oh. drumsticks uh, and um, my wife buys the mini magnums as a bit of a treat once a week for the kids and with the Mini Magnum, you always feel like you're not having as much ice cream and chocolate as what is in a full-size one. And then you're never really quite sure if that's the case, especially <laughs> if you go back for a second one. But again, I do believe in rewarding yourself as well. And so if you show great discipline in other areas, I don't think it's such a bad thing. And, and that's right. Absolutely right. Everything in moderation. Now, what about the footy? When you get to the footy, do you have a pie? Do you, are you, uh, do you let yourself go there? No, that? I'm not a pie man. There's... Obviously, fortunately, in the media areas or um, or in some of the other areas that I get into, there's always those beautiful gourmet sandwiches mm. with the crust cut off. I reckon you always know if you've got a level one sandwich <laughs> if the crusts are cut off, and typically and typically in small triangles. So uh, I do I do enjoy those kind of gourmet sandwiches, even though you wonder what's in them sometimes. Uh, but again, operating under the mini magnum rule, um, when it's a quarter sandwich cut into a triangle, you sort of feel like even though it's filled with some cream or something that no one at home would normally put in a sandwich, uh, you you never feel like you're doing as much uh, bad work as what you might otherwise be doing. So, and that's where I let myself go just a little bit. 
Now, Basil, your your heritage is 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 Greek. So, growing up, what uh, what was served for you for dinner as a kid? Yeah, no, we a very much a Mediterranean diet, and Mum and Dad um, were great believers in that. No, and I must say, I think it served them well. Dad's ninety three, Mum's mm. ninety two. Wow. Um, they still live together, look after each other, and, and still cook every night. Oh. So. Um, Lots of olive oil in our in our cooking. Pretty simple diet. Um, certainly a lot of fish, a uh, bit of red meat, uh, lots of chicken, um, and and of course the Greek salad almost every night. And um, plenty of olive oil on that Greek salad. So it was a simple diet, um, and and it does reflect. Uh, I've got a sister who lives in Greece and has been there since 1980. She married over there, and so uh, a big part of my uh, childhood was going backwards and forwards to Greece to visit my sister, and and we got to see how they eat authentically Greek as well as the Greek that we've kind of adapted over mm-hmm. here, and uh, and it really is simple and shared, and probably the fact that um, the Greek style of eating is often dishing it all up in the middle and everybody helps yeah. themselves. Probably, um, as I think about it now, it, it probably stops that sort of over-indulging that can happen with the big sizes or big serves on one plate. So, again, um, that was part of my history and part of my heritage and it's something I've tried to maintain. Um, um, my wife is uh, is very good at, at making sure the kids are eating nutritiously and um, I'm lucky enough to sort of uh, jump in on the end of that at the end of the day. But um, I do think keeping it simple probably is the best. Try to avoid. I, I try to avoid processed foods, but Again, at the same time, um, you know, you can't you can't live like a hermit either. And uh, if it's a muesli bar or something packaged like that on the go, well, so be it. I, I do tuck into those as well. Hey, Basil, it's obviously an incredibly exciting week uh, for the city of Perth to, to host the grand final. Uh, what uh, what are your duties on the day uh, uh, in the mayoral sense rather than in the kind <laughs> yeah, of no, Basil's so well, sense? Yeah, they're all they're all mixed in together. Well, one thing, I mean, you're always the Lord Mayor, so whether you're working for seven or doing something else at the time. Uh, and and look, I always thought that um, that could be a strength to me being the Lord Mayor. And uh, when I ran, I made it clear that I would continue to work and my career would continue. So there's no surprises there to anybody. And I think it reflects well. Um, I'll start with sunrise in the morning, a weekend sunrise. Uh, I will then uh, do an hour for Triple M. I'll host Seven's broadcast for an hour outside the ground. Uh, I'll then go inside and host the AFL function. Uh, I'm then the AFL's on-ground announcer for Seven and the AFL for the broadcast. So that means introducing the players for the national anthem and the welcome to country. I'll call the grand final sprint, which has been uh, one of my favourites over the years. Um, And then at the end of the game, uh, the role made famous by Craig Willis uh, and in more recent times, Hamish McLaughlin, has done it so well. Uh, I'll announce uh, the medals uh, and the uh, players as they come up to get their medals with the jumper numbers. And um, and then at the end of it all, um, I'll go home and reflect with my uh, wife and kids are lucky enough to have got tickets to come. And, um, and on Sunday, we're going to welcome the Premiers back into the city of Perth. Uh, their live reception being introduced up on the stage will happen in the city of Perth. Uh, at our forest place, if you like, uh, the equivalent of Federation Square in Melbourne. So 
uh, that's very much as Lord Mayor and a great opportunity for us to do all of those things. So oh. I'm right in the thick of it in lots of different ways, but um, how special, as I said at the start, uh, to be Lord Mayor of the city, to be a footy person like I am and to be so involved with the broadcast as I am, uh, how lucky I am to be able to combine all of those roles uh, on the one week if this grand final week and certainly on grand final day. Uh, Basil, it is going to be, it's historic, it's massive and as you say, it's a, it is a hell of a time to be the Lord Mayor of uh, Perth but I can only imagine that it's uh, the job's not always going to be a bed of roses. I mean, you're going to be up for, for criticism at various times and I've seen that you've described yourself as having a, a thick skin and I, I guess with that kind of job, you have to, you have to be able to let it wash over you. Yeah, you do have to. I mean, I'm, I'm very lucky. I've come into this part of public life after 30 years in, you know, a, a broadcasting public life. And um, I think I think you do work out very early on in a career like mine, that's the broadcast side of it, that, uh, and particularly in this Twitter era, and I might add, particularly if you're a West Australian travelling to Victoria to call AFL football, you soon... Uh, you, 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 you soon uh, uh, get uh, get uh, instruction, if you like, on how it should be done. And that's putting it mm. politely. Um, <laughs> but I, I Very diplomatic. <laughs> Feed, feedback, feedback is your friend. And if you can't handle it, you're in the wrong game. Um, that doesn't condone anything that's malicious. Uh, and particularly the uh, anonymous stuff, mm. um, you really do raise your eyebrows at, um, you know, what sort of person thinks they can say whatever they like to somebody who they don't know anonymously. No problem if their name's on it. Yep. If it's anonymous, I, I think that's a scourge in our community that we need to eradicate. Yeah. Having said all of that, I, I am lucky. I've got a thick skin. I was brought up um, by uh, by traditional Greek parents uh, to believe in myself, uh, not to believe that I was any better than anyone else, but mm-hmm. not to not to let any, anybody else's um, words uh, have a negative impact on me. So it, I, it, it, it sort of washes over me, and I'm very fortunate that I have that sort of personality. But having then come to a, a you know, a, well, a political career in a sense, and I, it doesn't feel like politics to me, I must admit. Lord Mayor and local government really feels like just a great role that I'm lucky to be in. But, I, of course, I understand it is political. Um so coming into this career, it just feels like a continuation. And again, feedback is your friend. I, I, I listen to it. I read it. I see it. Um, most of it I discard. But often I'll pick something up and go, okay, that's a fair point. I, I could change yeah. my thinking or perhaps change my approach on that. And I, and unless you can handle it, unfortunately, um, there's probably no place for you in, in, in both of those industries because the feedback at times can be brutal yeah. and you've got to be well aware of that. No, it's Absolutely. going to be my new motto, feedback is our friend. Hey, uh, Vessel, yeah. you, uh, you get to, in, you, as Lord Mayor and as, uh, you know, the media megastar that you are in Perth, you, you know a lot of people. If you were having a little grand final uh, luncheon uh, just before the uh, the game and you could invite anyone you like, who would get yeah. a couple of seats at your table? We normally ask for a dinner party one, but we're thinking grand <laughs> nice final one. lunch. Who would you, yeah. who would you invite? Well, uh, I think I'd have Dennis Cometti there. Dennis has mm. been a great friend and a great mentor, great commentator, obviously, for many years. And I came up at True 7 Perth when Den was was there. He was presenting the sport each night and, and it was a job I aspired to. I ended up taking that job and I still have that job. I called footy because Den called footy. I just it's something I wanted to do. And, and then called the swimming at the Olympics after Den had called the yeah. swimming at the Olympics. Yeah. So. 
And Dan's a great friend and a great mentor, um, uh, an idol really, who now is a friend. So Dan would be there. Uh, I, I'd have my wife there. Amy is an enormous supporter of mine and um, none of much what I'm able to do happens uh, without Amy because uh, we've got three kids, 10, 8 and 4. Mm. We're right in the hurly-burly of parenting and I'm, uh, I've got a lot of commitments and without Amy, um, none of what I do really would happen or certainly not as seamlessly mm. as it does. Um, look, I, I was always a Paul Keating fan. Um, oh, wow. I, 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 I loved and admired his style, um, yet I, I always always appreciated and liked John Howard too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying there needs to be a politician at the table, but if there was, mm. I'd probably pick one of uh, one of those two. And um, maybe for a little bit of uh, entertainment, perhaps a, an after-dinner sing-along. I've been watching Jimmy Barnes and his family <laughs> on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have. <laughs> yes, yeah. The, the concerts that they've been doing. I mean, I, I love the longevity of Jimmy Barnes. I love the... Um, the ups and the downs that he's gone through in his personal life, and I love seeing him come out the way he has. And he just strikes me as a great Australian who's been there for for a lot of people. So uh, maybe for a bit of musical accompaniment, uh, and my wife's favourite song is Flame Trees. So maybe Aww. Jimmy and Amy's a good singer. Maybe Jimmy and Amy could do a little duet while Dennis and I sit there lovingly staring into their eyes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Hey, Basil, uh, good luck uh, for this week in Perth. It's going to be enormous and uh, I know you're going to pull it off. It won't be a problem. It'll be fantastic. We look forward to the grand final. And thank you so much for your time. And just finally, any chance of any grand final tickets? <laughs> Oh, that, you are the 517th person that has asked me. <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer has been the same for all of them. But uh, no, thank you for your interest. And, and uh, we're, we're, we're honoured and privileged to have the, uh, the eyes of Australia and the eyes of the world in many ways on Saturday on us. And um, it's something that we're doing respectfully. We're the custodians of the game for one year. Uh, it's a responsibility we don't take lightly. And we do it knowing, as I said, that many people around the country are struggling and so it's our duty, really, to put on a great grand final for them to enjoy, and uh, and that's exactly what we'll do. So thanks for your support. We really appreciate thanks, it. Good Basil. on you, Basil. Thanks for your time, mate. Cheers. Anytime. Good on you, guys. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au I always, wow. and it's terrible, but every time I hear his name, I think of <laughs> Prunella Scales from uh, Faulty Basil! House. Basil! <laughs> Do you know what I think of? I <laughs> stopped myself several times and go, Basil! Basil Brush. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> one of the worst television shows ever. Ever. It's a great name, though, I reckon. It's a great name, but one of the worst television shows. It is a great name if you're doing a food podcast, that's for sure. Basil. 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 Uh, No Basil here. Well, thank and thank you to Basil for giving us it. Because he really is. Well, thanks for giving us a a bit of your time because he doesn't have much of it spare. Well, his grand final day is going to be, it's going to start early. He won't be able to draw a breath. He'll be that busy. Finish late. Uh, Good luck to him. Uh, Now. Oh, look, we're going tropical. Pineapple, we know that a lot of people hate it on pizzas, but do you like it on burgers? I love an island burger with a ring of pineapple on it, and I know a lot of people don't. All right. So let's see. 
Dickie Rock says, I am for it. I used to love a ham, steak and pineapple at the San Remo pub in my meat eater day. Certainly didn't mind it on a burger either. Oh, a ham, steak and pineapple. Sarah says, love a good pineapple fritter but not on a burger. For me, it's not a burger without beetroot. And then I suggested to Sarah that maybe you could put a pineapple fritter on a burger. Can I just say there's a lot of uh, conversations that happened as a result of this that we haven't included in the comments. Yeah, there's so many. Geraldine says, love beetroot, love pineapple, but not on a burger. Devin says, yes. Devin. 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 Look at Kevin. That's right. I'll I'll answer to anything if there's food in it. Yes for me. And beetroot. Peter says, not for me, but whatever floats your boat. Deborah says, delicious for a change and a sweet fix. Rachel Smith says, nay. Lydia, yes, all beetroot. Joylene, yes, but I like beetroot better on them. Artie Stevens uh, from uh, Bay says, uh, pineapple. Radio Bayside. Yes, pineapple. Beetroot, all good on burgers. Cherie Dodson, yes, please. Tony Bennett says, <laughs> no, Tony, Tony, no. Sons of the No, he doesn't. <laughs> Utterly disgusting. Why ruin a good burger by putting this garbage on it? Doesn't belong on a bloody pizza either. Mm, very definite. Keith says, Tony Bennett, question of taste, young man. The legendary Castle Burger at the Castle in Cambridge has to have pineapple. They tried to remove it from the menu once and it caused near riots in the streets. Well, I complained at least. Is that what happened this week in Melbourne? Was it because they tried to take the pineapple Pineapple off the the burgers? (laughs) Uh, Joe says, absolutely, they make the burger delicious, delicious. Rebecca says, yep, I just bought some vegan burgers from Fry's and put pineapple on them. There you go. Grace says, yes, with the lot. Ivan, why even ask? Sue says, I'll give it a whirl. So that's a yes from me. Terry Daniel, 2 D. Absolutely. Yummo. Bring on the Hawaiian burger for summer. Yeah. Lynn says, I prefer my pineapple with chicken burgers rather than the beef. Fran says, most definitely. Bernice says, absolutely. Cheryl, yummo. Patty says, yuck. <laughs> Sue Hosking, hell yes. Glenn says, yay from me, Pato. Heather says, pineapple is non-negotiable and beetroot, caramelised onion, egg, bacon, lettuce, tomato, tomato sauce. Oh, my mouth is watering. Oh, I was going to say I'm hungry now. Uh, Laburns and Shirley uh, of Twitter <laughs> says, uh, bring it on. Never been able to understand people who say, pineapple on a burger, that's disgusting. <laughs> then proceed to slather it with that most yeah. horrid corn syrupy barbecue sauce that, uh, and as much as that as they can lay their hands yeah, on. Yeah, good point. Paul's. Zuti says, burger with the lot includes pineapple, doesn't it? Chili says, yes, the blend of flavours with pineapple on quality burgers is amazing. Murph Hughes says, no, for me, only acceptable when you're in the mood for a Hawaiian burger, which is, to be honest, not often. Rosie Walton says, as long as there's bacon for balance <laughs> yeah. and only every couple of years. Yeah, okay. Craig says, pineapple should never be eaten hot. That's actually a really good point. Um, I reckon. Neither should avocado, for that matter. Yes, it should. Wayne <laughs> says, Wayne says. Oh, oh, strap yourself in. Wayne says, and I quote, normal service is resumed. <laughs> Pineapple does have a place in the food bill. That place is blended with coconut, milk, <laughs> rum and lots of ice. Hmm. It's not on the savoury masterpiece that is a burger. There's nothing better than chomping into a juicy, properly seasoned beef patty mm. topped with onions, taken to a joyous state of caramelisation, mm. crispy lettuce, crunchy pickle oh. all topped with a gooey, melty slice of cheese heaven and a nice acidic tomato Yay. sauce. 
why anyone would want to then destroy this joyous combination by adding a sickly, luminous, processed circle of sadness. <laughs> Coffee mug quote. There you go. I'll do that for you again. A sickly, luminous, processed circle of sadness boggles the mind. It is the worst idea since the Archduke Franz Ferdinand said to his missus, let's go for a nice drive through downtown Sarajevo <laughs> back in June 1914. Uh, it turns the bun to mush, overpowers all, uh, all that it touches. It's supposed to be eaten cold and on a burger, it's hot. hot. And it is an acidic food. Oh. There is already more acid in a burger than there was in Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and adding more might dissolve your intestines. Uh, the only fruit that should be allowed near a burger is the tomato. And finally, mm. and finally, by eating pineapple at all, you're basically eating... SpongeBob's house <laughs> and making him homeless. Uh, nice job, buttholes. <laughs> now, Sue Hosking did answer that and say, I refuse to acknowledge your opinion on this as you put pickles on your burger, yeah. which immediately disqualifies you from having any credibility when it comes <laughs> to Australian burger etiquette. Good point. But Wayne finishes this off beautifully by saying, Sue, Hot pineapple sounds like an 80s yeah. boy band. Aga, do, do, do. Push pineapple, shake the tree. Oh, no, really. Uh, I, I, yeah. Yes. I have to be you in the mood. You know you want it, Kevin. No, I have to be in the mood and, and that mood doesn't happen very often. I meant the often. sweet and the savoury. I love it. Doesn't happen very often. Juiciness with juiciness. Go the doggies <laughs> and go cheese links. Uh, <laughs> give Janet a call, 52821984. Don't call, for goodness sake, just be no. mindful that Janet is a Melbourne Demon supporter. <sighs> so this is where Janet and I cross paths yeah. and shake hands and go, may the best team win, and then we'll have a drink about <laughs> it afterwards. So good luck uh, yeah, to your footy team, luck. Janet, and good luck to you. Uh, may the best team win, and may they be the doggies. Cheeselinks.com.au, 52821984. That's the number. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks to Basil for being yeah, on our podcast. You. And we have some beauties coming up, so look forward to your company. Enjoy your grand final weekend. Enjoy me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips, and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au. <laughs>